You're listening to Jeff is Moody. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, welcome to Jeff is Moody Airlines. Uh, We have been cleared for takeoff. So please, board, sit down, relax. Tray tables out, seats back. We don't follow rules and regulations here. We'll be taking off shortly. Um, Enjoy the flight. Kings. Queens. My brothers, my sisters, my people. Welcome to the Jeff is Moody Show with DJ Naturel. Great talk, great music. Adult only, you know? Listen, we will laugh, we might cry, we will think, we will be motivated. We will be inspired, but most of all, we will be entertained. With that being said, kick back, relax, we got you. You are now traveling with numero uno. The number one flight through the talk show skies is the Jeff is Movie Show. Let's go. Enjoy the bounce. Young Sean, that was a great interview last week, youngin'. I'm so proud of you, dog. But I got to tell you something. This week, fam, how y'all doing? Everybody all right? All right. Sean, you all right? Nephew. There's no way I'm doing the whole show today. We're doing a throwback. I have a I have a toothache, unlike anything I've ever had in the world. It's making my eyes hurt, my head hurt, my jaw hurt. You know, it happens. Even the even the people like me, even the Superman, man, young Sean. of decades ago i only got two feelings i'm 50 years old my teeth are in pretty good shape outside of you know fighting and them getting chipped from fighting and maybe playing basketball and and things like that two feelings in 50 years and i think i got those when i was like 10 or something young sean family i got to tell y'all it feel like one of them shits about to fall out. I got to go get some dental uh, 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 assistance this week. Ain't no way I'm cutting the whole show. Shit's impossible. But. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. I don't want to go to the dentist in, in the COVID era. Hell no. 
I got to get this shit taken care of, y'all. It's, it's robbing me of sleep and everything. Driving me crazy. <laughs> but this is still a Jeffers Moody show. Yo, Sean, you know? So with what I got in the tank, we gonna get a family, you know, what, what they need. It's a classic throwback. Yep, this this is one of the best classic throwbacks y'all ever gonna hear. Uh, uh, if I didn't tell y'all it was a classic throwback, you probably wouldn't know. But we'll get to that. Young Sean, I gotta go to the dentist. So here's what we doing. We're gonna get a fam to run down, which is this. We're gonna get a fam a brand new moody motivation. And we're going to get a fam a moody moment or whatever the hell I call that. Goddamn tooth hurting right now. And then we're going to do this classic replay. We're going to get out of here. Hopefully, I'll be better by next week. All right. You ready, young boy? Everything good? How you doing? How your teeth feel? Oh, shit. I rang my bell early. That's how you know I'm not feeling well, man. This thing is kicking my ass, y'all. I'm sorry. Young Sean, you all right? Everything good? Mom good? Dad good? Man, you did so good on that interview last week, Sean. Wait till I do a feedback show. So much of the listening family just love them some young Sean. Man, you're special. What up, Roland? What up, Mama? Mama Sean? Mama Young Sean? All right. Young Sean, let's give them what they used to. If you're new to the show, you're getting a throwback today. Fuck that. Yeah, you're going to get a couple of new things next week. You'll see what that all brand new is about. Trust me, the throwbacks is hot. All right? You ready, young boy? You good? You got your Kool-Aid? You ready to cover your ears? You definitely got to cover your ears for the throwback. Oh, my gosh. All right, let's give them what they used to, man. Because I, I I got to get I got to get. I feel like I got a fever, man. But I want to tip my temperature is 96.5. Nah, nah, nah. The king, the king, the king is king is a little hurt, y'all. I'm hurt today. Young Sean, let's give them what they used to. Are you ready? I'm ready. Let's go. Let's do this, man. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I see you. I see you. Thank you. Thank you, sir, ma'am, over there. I know that you guys are feeling horrible for me with the fact that my tooth feels like it's getting ready to explode my head. But let me tell you, I'm going to be all right. You two are God level. Thank you in that whole section over there for all that support. At the job, in the office, on the road, in them streets, wherever you may be, all of my people. Ladies and gentlemen, my kings and queens, welcome to the Jeffers Moody Show with DJ Naturel on BeatBreakRadioFM.com and of course, ReachOneNetwork.com. For all of my iPhone and iPad users, please download the free BeatBreak 87FM app for your iOS devices in your app store. Android, here we come. I don't have much to say. I don't know why I feel so hot and my temperature's low. Contact me on Instagram at the Jeffers Moody Show, or you can text me your comments and or questions to 678-386-5331. Once again, family, that is 678-386-5331.
Holla at DJ Natural for her ATL traffic mix and hit her up on all social media. She's DJ Natural with an E at DJ N A T U R E L. Now I'm going to be a pilot for this three hour flight. Kick back, relax if you can. Even if you can't, I guarantee you that we're about to make this the best portion of your day. I am here to get you through the grind. Toothache or not, throwback or not. Special shout out to all my drivers out there who listen to Jeff is Moody while you're on the road. Honk your horn for me while I ring my bell for you. I'm sorry I rang that bell early, my drivers. M and Kunzi and all them. Yo, my tooth is getting ready to kill me. This is the... the I, I've had four knee surgeries. I've had an open heart surgery. I got a great heart, y'all. It was something else, right? They had to cut my chest open. I swear to God, this is not maybe on the level of those, but it's close. If those were a 10, this shit is a seven and a half right here. All right. One love to all my family who listen while you work or play and you choose the Jeffers Moody Show. Whether you're in the gym, in the house, wherever you are, if you are listening, I thank you. Before I get into today's show, let me tell you something real quick. I, I, I... I, I, I think I just explained it to y'all. We're doing a replay. I'm doing this new stuff right now because I don't know any other way except for to always give something new to the fam. That's what we doing. There's no way I can do two hours of talk like this shit right here. Fucking tooth hurts, man. It hurts, man. I'm a soldier, you know. Yo, let me tell you something before we get into this. Last week, I told you I didn't give a fuck about Will and Jada Smith, Pinkett, Pinkett, Smith, Pinkett, Smith, Pinkett, and August Alcina. I didn't. I still don't. But now with all this new shit that I'm hearing and all that, it's really funny because to me, I don't want to get too much into their shit. I just think that we got so much going on in the world right now. And we do need a little bit of fuckery and foolery. You know, I'm here to give y'all a little bit of that. Can I just say something real quick, though? These motherfuckers nowadays, they have no shame. And at some point in time, you got to be thinking to yourself, ow, 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 fuck. Yo, my tooth hurts, man. <laughs> yo, the dentist. Yo, 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 dentist. I'm on the way. Oh my god. Yo, let me say something real quick. I can take it. I'm a tough guy. Will and Jada Smith sitting at the red table talking about his wife fucking another dude for views and hits. You know, if you ask me kind of something I would discuss with Mrs. Moody in private. But I guess there is no more private. And I guess promotion and staying on top is everything. So what I really realized lately. Motherfuckers just like being in the public eye. 
Will Jada, let me ask you a question. I saw a little bit of the red table. Don't didn't didn't see it all because I'm not really into that. What the fuck is Jada talking about? And Will, what the fuck? What the fuck is the fuck? Now, that's for y'all. I just don't. I really understand why people don't get married no more. I do, because the shit is a fucking shamakery. If you're not coming into it with the proper intention, it's a shamakery. Fuck Will and Jada. I'm talking about any relationship, right? So you as a husband and wife, y'all are cool. I'm talking to y'all. Forget about Will and Jada. Will and Jada are worth three, four, five, six, seven, eight hundred million dollars or something like that, right? So fuck them. This nigga sitting at the red table for views off of something that's a hot topic right now. Letting his wife tell him that some little some little nigga fucked the shit out of her. And she's somehow Jada came off as a hurt victim. That okay. Let me ask, let me ask y'all real people that are not famous. Is this where we at where all this shit is just you just fucking all your business is in the street? Is that what we doing now, y'all? Is it? Just let me know. I just want to know. Hey ladies, who got a yeast infection? Raise your hand. Do a FB live for your yeast infection. Hey, fellas, how y'all doing out there, man? You guys got an STD? Just got fired from your job. Got a herpes sore in your mouth, cold sore, you know. Did you just did you did you just take a shit at 4:55 a.m. and you want everybody to know? That seems to be what it is. Like the most personal things are now public, and I get it. If it's entertainment to the point where people can laugh and understand that you're just you just want to have a good time, I get that. But what's funny about Will and Jada and what's funny about a couple saying, yeah, well, our good buddy, our good, good, really good fucking buddy, while you and I were not together, but we're really together, I just decided to fuck him because the truth of the matter is I always wanted to fuck him anyway. But my excuse is, I just want to fuck them. I'm hurt, confused, all that. All the victim shit that you can do. Hey, y'all, put your business out there. I'm telling y'all, man. Yo, I'm about to go MAGA. Motherfucker, I'm about to make America great again. Because I've realized over the last couple of weeks, we don't need condoms. We don't need to wear masks. We don't need to do nothing. We don't, we don't, we don't, we don't need to keep our business to ourselves. You know what's real funny? Some people would say, hey, hey, yo, Jeff, man, you, yo, that's crazy. You be talking about you and Mrs. Moody. I want y'all to go back and listen to all the shows. My wife and I are proud freakaholics. We love making love to each other. We don't mind sharing it. We've talked about that together. You ain't heard me disrespect my wife. That's probably what you want it to be. Ain't no TMI. Trust me. 
the deepest parts of my relationship, y'all motherfuckers don't know nothing about. It ain't your business. Like yours ain't mine's. All saying Mrs. Moody, me and Mrs. Moody get it on and saying we have some messy, wet, sticky. Ooh, God damn. Wait, hold on. Almost felt like I had to ejaculate. <laughs> y'all my tooth hurt. I don't give a fuck if y'all turn the show off already. Fuck that. My tooth hurt, man. I was just thinking about that. Like I was thinking about like, you know, me and the missus. But but let me tell y'all something real quick. Don't don't get it fucked up. Yo, our finances, our most extreme ups and downs and the things that we go through, this is just not y'all fucking business. And you want to know something? I don't want to know about your most extreme shit. Now, if you're saying something that we can all relate to and we can laugh about it, that's different. The little bit of the red table just looks like Will and Jada in August. I don't know if this is a fucking scheme. I don't know if these two fucking weirdos are just on it like that. Ladies and gentlemen, I want you to take take a good friend of yours. Take a good friend. Somebody that's trusted in your family and all in your relationship and all that. Take a good friend that you all know. Ladies, gentlemen. Then I want you to have a fallout with 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 your man or your woman. I want you to fuck your friend. Just fuck him. Ladies, it's not, it's not, it's not, it's not just, you know, it doesn't have to be male, female, female, male. No, ladies, uh, y'all been hanging out together all of a sudden. Y'all realize y'all like each other and, and your husband know her and, and everything is good. No, just go eat it, eat it, sleep with her, bang her. Do it on FB Lives for everybody to see. Guys, I got to tell you something on today's show. It, it's not nothing I did. Some people are going to say I'm gay bashing, which is ridiculous. But I'm just answering questions from years ago that people asked me. Fellas, if you feel like you get your best friend, whether it's your homie you grew up with or maybe, fellas, you like a guy, do whatever y'all want and put it all online. Let the world see your bullshit because being on top and being popular is clearly more important than what's supposed to be sacred. All right. Okay. You know. Y'all still there? Y'all okay? All right. Here's what we have for you today uh on 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 the Jeffers Moody show. The toothache show. As you guys have already heard, it's a classic throwback from Mr. Movie's Neighborhood on Next Door Neighbor Radio. Uh, that fam, that was one of the, the best podcast hubs ever. Uh, fam, this is a great throwback. I basically took questions and news articles from the fam and I answered them. So we talked about justified cheating in a relationship. We talked about a transgendered person who gave me a lecture on my maturity. This is from years ago, y'all. My podcast are timeless we talked about a gay boxer and we talked about some other shit fam listen 
All I did on this show is answer fan feedback. So don't get mad at me for the throwback. All right? <laughs> I'm just being honest. I'm telling y'all, this show is from like 2015 to 2016. And I challenge you to find 10 or more podcasts in the world that makes more timeless material. Anyway, y'all know that even when we do a classic replay, I have to give y'all some new, new. So I got a brand new moody motivation for y'all. And then I'm going to intro the throwback. It's a good one, y'all. Of course, as you all know, as I said, I do not get into the meat of a show until I give y'all that what? That's right, fam. Moody Motivation is on deck because we all need to know that we have the ability to be great. And today I'm going to be talking to you about playtime is over. Then from 5 o'clock or so till 6 p.m., we have the ATL Traffic Mix with DJ Naturell. All that and more for you today, fam. It's a packed show as usual, so get ready for this three-hour flight because verbal raw dog season is in full effect. Moody Motivation is up next, y'all. It's the Jeff is Moody Show on Beat Break Radio FM, and I can barely fucking talk. My tooth is killing me. And I feel like I got a fever, but I don't. And I'm going to make it do what it do. We'll be right back. This is Jeff is Moody Show on Beat Break Radio FM.com. Somebody give me some Ambersaw. <laughs> You're listening to Jeff is Moody. On is Beat Break 87. There's a lot going on in the world. And your world is always changing. That's why it's important to stay connected. The latest news. The latest entertainment. The newest music. If it's in the air or on the air, it can be in the palm of your hand. Wherever you are. With the iHeartRadio app. iHeartRadio. Over 1,500 live radio stations from across the country. And over 15 million songs to create your own custom station. Listen at iHeartRadio.com. And on the iHeartRadio app. Under Beat Break. 87 FM. Tune your radio. Tune in. Now. You can tune in to this radio station on any smartphone or tablet. iPhone. Android. Blackberry. Nokia. Samsung. Windows phones. Or whatever you have. Download the free TuneIn app from your phone or tablet's app store. Tune in with music, sports, news, and comedy. From over 70,000 radio stations around the world. Check it out at TuneIn.com. Or your app store. Family, welcome back to the Jeff is Moody show on BeatBreakRadioFM.com. Achy Tooth Jeff can't do a whole show today. Y'all got a great, gosh, y'all got a great throwback coming up. Um, Maybe that's a part of what I'm talking about, like playtime's over. You know, I don't play with my craft. I'm very serious about it. I know that in my career, I don't have a lot of gray area. You know, people literally either love me or they hate me to death. They listen all the time or they don't at all. And I'm fine with both sides. I give everything that I have. Sick. I've, I've done podcasts with two days after knee surgery. I've done podcasts 
two months after Open Heart. I've, I've, I'm recording right now. And family, if you guys understood how much pain my tooth is killing. I didn't even know a tooth can kill you like that because I don't really have te- tooth problems, you know. But when you're serious about something, playtime is, is just over. Outside of me belly aching about my tooth. Let me tell you a, a, a portion of my life where playtime is over. We are up against as a people, as a black people, and then if you even move outside of us as a race and you start dealing with all of the decent people in, in, in the world, we are up against it right now. Let me tell y'all something. You may be ignoring it. You may not be paying it any attention. You may be shrugging it off. It may not mean anything to you, but we are on the verge of a race war. We are on the verge of a civil war. We are on the verge. And I know that for those of you that like to flap your wings and fly away from reality, that's fine. But playtime is over. Let me tell you what I'm doing right now because I'm not playing no more. I'm not disrespecting my brothers and sisters in 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 in, in public like that no more. I may I may have a, a, a word or two to say about you behind the scenes or to your face. I'm not concerned about Will and Jada's relationship to that magnitude. I would love to find comedy in it, but I don't find it to be very funny. I'm not sitting out here publicly talking my black woman down no more. I'm not screw facing my brother no more. I'm not looking at people that are that are about progression. I'm not looking at them crazy no more. Playtime is over. We've been playing so much that we are where we are. Fucking playtime's over. Yo, black man, when you see me, salute me. Love me like I love you back, brother. I ain't screw-facing my brothers no more. I'm not going to be no dummy and walk into danger. But I don't have to have that posturing that we have no more. I know how to say good morning, king. What's up, king? Bless you, king. I was at Kroger's, man, and um, I, I was wiping a card off with the wipes they had. And, and a brother came in behind me, had his daughter with him. He was holding his daughter in his, in his thing, and I gave him my card. He was like, nah, man, I get that. You just clean that. I said, nah, that's yours, man. Do your thing, big papa. I said, hey, little mama, da-da-da. He said, yo, thank you. Thank you, man. I appreciate that, brother. I said, peace, king. Love you, king. And he turned around and he kind of looked at me kind of odd, but then he instantly was like, yo, I love you back, bro. Playtime over. Standing with mine, united with mine. All my business is not on the street for the enemy to get and see and use against us. The most embattled, despised woman on the face of the planet is the black woman, and I'm not gonna be out here downing her and killing her and slitting her throat in public. I got a problem with her. 
I'll talk to her personally or I'll stay within my circle. I'm here to build. Playtime is over. If you're not here to build, ultimately, we got to get you the fuck out of here. I know I'm not a big cursor on moody motivation, but this is where my heart at right now. Playtime over. I've been married to a queen of 25 years. I have a daughter that just turned 18 two days ago. Happy birthday, baby Moody. But like I said, hey, boo, happy birthday. But that ain't everybody's business. That's ours. And playtime is over. Can't be arguing with my wife about silly shit like laundry anymore can't be fussing with my daughter about silly shit anymore when I understand that as a young black woman she is now officially a target in 2020 Trump America playtime's over a bigger fish to fry better things to Whether you're white, black, Asian, Indian, Hispanic, I'm gonna fuck what you are. If you ain't about the cause, get the fuck out of here. Stop playing with us, man. God bless our pioneers and our ancestors of the 40s, the 50s, the 60s. God bless. God bless all our people that came before us and they put up with hell. We will never see what they saw. But let me just tell every let me tell the enemy real quick. We ain't done. First of all, we ain't got the backbone they got, but we a different kind of breed, though. We'll fuck you up. We'll beat your ass. We ready to die. Playtime over. Will and Jada Smith live in a gated castle where nobody can touch them with security all over the place i'm not concerned about them to that degree right now it may be entertaining it may be funny but when we break it down that's not the concern right now we're living in a real time in a real moment and we gotta make a move right now so playtime over Y'all heard my bell? I didn't ask y'all that when I opened the show up. Man, you with us or you against us? And I'm not warring with my people in public no more. I'm not. Take it how you take it, receive it how you receive it. If it's a blessing, take that. If it's something you're not interested in, bypass it. But playtime's over, y'all. Remember this. Don't stay so busy laughing. 
and shucking and jiving that you can't see the assassin standing behind you ready to slit your throat wake up vote be active serve your community love your brothers and your sisters black white and everyone alike playtime's over Moody Motivation. We'll be right back with the uh, Jeff is Moody Show on BeatBreakRadioFM.com. You're listening to Jeff is Moody on BeatBreak87. What's up, everybody? Ryan Vernell, host of the Ryan Show FM here with a quick PSA. The entire world is coming together for the first time in a long time to stop the spread of COVID-19, a.k.a. the coronavirus. And you can do your part, too. And it starts with these three steps. One, social distancing. Stay away from people at least six feet, especially if you don't know whether or not they're ill. Step two, sanitize your hands. Use soap, hot water, and wash for at least 20 seconds. And step three, wash your ass, goddammit. Look, in all seriousness, thank you to the healthcare workers that are on the front lines fighting this virus. Let's make it easier for all of them out there that are making incredible sacrifices to ensure our health and economic stability. Thanks for listening to this quick PSA. Now let's get back to the reason why you're listening to this radio station in the first place. Good music, great conversation, and a place to escape from all this BS going on outside. Be safe, everybody, and keep on a-listening. Hey, fam, welcome back. Welcome back to the Jeff is Moody show on BeatBreakRadioFM.com. And fam, as you know, we got a classic throwback waiting for you right now. Just wanted to break something down really quickly to you all. And then I'm out of here. Fam, I think there's a midget in my tooth kicking my tooth. But let me tell you something really quickly. That's a moody moment right here. For all of the new listeners, we we have been very fortunate. And I'm sorry that right now I sound probably well, if you're new, you don't know how I sound. But to all of the all of the new listeners, this is a replay. The what you've heard previous to this was all new content. What we're coming back with after this is a replay. I have been on a mission since I started podcasting at the end of uh, 2007 to try to show and prove to people that you can make timeless content. Anybody that knows me will tell you my legend within podcasting is being a workhorse. But I, I have always consciously put shows together that can represent me years later even if I've grown past that opinion or even if I've grown past that particular mentality the quality is still there the production is still there everything is still there that's what today's show is it's so funny because I think this show is maybe four or five years old but family no one else would tell y'all that they just either if you're feeling as bad as I feel right now 90% of podcasters are not even working 95 no disrespect but it is what it is I 
believe in quality. When I record, it's a book. When I record, it's a story. When I record, it's a show. When I record, it's it's a concert. I got pre I got pre-recording rituals. I got to jump up and down and listen to something that excites me or calms me before I record. I take my work so seriously and for people that take their work as seriously as me there is always a reward family if you believe in what you're doing and if you love what you're doing all you have to do is stay true and do not waver do not give up it does not have to be podcasting it could be anything you may be in school and you're thinking about some this sound like another moody motivation don't it no, it's not. I'm just introducing the, uh, introducing the throwback. I feel like I got a hundred and five degree temperature, y'all. But but I took my temperature on the break. It's not now. It's ninety seven point one. Family, believe in yourself. How much balls does it take to play a podcast that's five years old and tell people about it? So. Today's throwback is um, I was just answering questions from the fam. And it's kind of funny because like when I bumped into this show, I remember that a lot of people. There were a segment of people that were pissed. The majority of people was like, yo, dope show. But I'm answering the fam. And so we were talking about transgendered, a transgendered issue. We were talking about a gay boxer. And we was talking about, uh, you know, if 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 you're not serve, if you're not doing your 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 service to your mate in the bed, should they legitimately cheat? And I think it's some some other stuff. So enjoy the throwback, fam. I don't even know the name of it, but whatever. It's episode number seventy two on the Jeffers Moody Show on BeatBreakRadioFM.com right now. Beatbreak eighty seven FM. Uh, um, um, so what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna get out of here. Let you guys get ready to enjoy this throwback. Please spread the word. Uh, thank you for bearing with me as I am in. I, I I would never have thought a tooth could jack me up this bad. Um, I'm going to get that dealt with ASAP. As soon as they tell me that I could get in there, I'm in there. All right. So let me go ahead and do my closing right now. And then we'll get into the classic throwback from uh, Next Door Neighbor Radio. Mr. Movie's Neighborhood. Family, I hope you all enjoyed the show, but make sure you enjoy life even more. Pray for love over hate, peace over war, and don't forget, you ain't shit until you lend someone a helping hand. Family, my method is my madness. You might not appreciate me till I'm gone, but while I'm here, I'm gonna talk my shit. Listen, family, after this, the ATL Traffic Mix with DJ Naturell is up next. I love you all. I appreciate you all. And thanks for letting me be me. See y'all next week with another hot one. An all brand new hot one on the Jeff is Moody Show. Please stay tuned and keep it locked right here for more outstanding talk and musical programming on Beat Break 87 FM, Beat Break Radio FM.com, and of course, ReachOneNetwork.com. Hey, yo, Sean Garvey. Bruh. Man, I feel like shit. But guess what? We got another one. See y'all next week. I love y'all. Jeff is Moody out.
R.I.P. Ron Lauder. You're listening to Jeff is Moody. On Beat Break 87. WBS 87 FM. This is Atlanta's independent news station and home of the Jeff Moody Show. Hold up, hold up, hold up. Wait, wait, wait. Hold the up. It's the Jeff is Moody Show with DJ Naturell. Come on, Moody. Let's get it. Uh Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I see you. I see you. Thank you. Beat Break 87 FM, where music and talk radio lives. On Reach One. Communication station. You are listening listening to Reach One Network. It's It's Everything everything Podcast. Podcast. A subsidiary of Beat Break 87 FM and a Reach One communication station. Listen live on BeatBreakRadioFM.com and ReachOneNetwork.com. N-D-N Radio Radio Ladies and gentlemen, this is your captain speaking Welcome to Indian Radio Airlines We are about to depart on another podcast flight Please fix a plate, make a drink, and enjoy the ride Flight crew, prepare for the bounce Ladies and gentlemen, my kings, my queens my brothers, my sisters, my people. Welcome to the 2015 season of Mr. Moody's Neighborhood. As usual, we guarantee to keep it right, to keep it real, to keep it raw, and to keep it 100. Grab a drink, fix a plate, and get ready for the number one flight through the podcast skies. This is Indian Radio Airlines. We are getting ready to fly. But first, we bounce. Let's 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 go. Hey, yo, Ja, they got two step to this one. They got two step to this one. Welcome to the hood. Let's go. You're listening to Mr. Moody's Neighborhood on NDN Radio. Woo! Goddamn! Look up in the sky. It's a bird. It's a plane. Mr. Moody's back ain't a damn thing change family 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 ladies and gents kings and queens my brothers my sisters my people welcome back to brand new mr moody's neighborhood right here on ndn radio airlines and of course speaking of airlines i am your pilot my name is mr moody my name is jeff my name is jeff is moody the podcast of nobi uh fucking the, the pod father i mean jesus i got so many names and i appreciate them all but i'm back been gone for a long time on y'all ass, huh? Yeah. Yep, been gone for a long time, but I'm back. You know, we're we're settled into the house now, so I'm comfortable and and and, and we're getting things in order and everything is starting to return back to normal. So we're back, family. We're back. And today I'm gonna do a little bit of family interaction. Now, I'm gonna be a little bit all over the place. Cause I've been gone for damn near two months. I'm behind on everything. Um, all current events, news, entertainment, podcasts, everything. I'm, I'm just behind. 
I got more family feedback than a motherfucker. And like I say every week, uh, the hood is a special kind of family because I'm going to say over half my feedback has nothing to do with podcasts. It's just like, yo, you all right? Take care of yourself. Take it slow. We got your back. And that's why I love the fam. So what I want to do today, I'm just going to do a couple of them. Just a couple of stories, uh, scenarios. Um, I just want to talk about a couple of things from the hood. All right, fam? And then uh, I'm going to talk about five things you should do before the new year. All right, let's not wait to the fucking new year with all this bullshit. Y'all know that's my pet peeve. Uh, programmable people are a big pet peeve of mine. So we, we wait till the new year. Oh, I'm going to do starting in January for all that stupid shit. I want to talk about five things you should be doing right now. Fuck the new year. You should be doing the shits right now. All right. So a little bit of interactive family, not interactive as if I'm talking to the fam, just some things I got from the fam. Five things you should do before the new year. I'm back. I'm, I'm dusting off the rust. You know what I'm saying? But do I really get rusty fam? Do I ever really lose my touch, fam? Yo, ring the bell for the hood. I love y'all motherfuckers, man. So, yo, we're going to do that. But, of course, this is Indian Radio Airlines, and I do have to give you the rules to Indian Radio Airlines. Now, I'm your, I'm your pilot. I am in charge. You can do whatever the fuck you want to do. Tray tables down. Get liquored up. Smoke your blunts. No cigarettes allowed. We hate nicotine addicts on this flight. If you want to go to the back of the plane and join our Mile High Club that even in my absence was growing, you can just go back there and get your freak on. We are providing you with free condoms. Yes. And in case you run out of lavatories in the back of the plane, we have imported two porta potties. Is it three? Hey, we got three now. Porta potties for you to join the Mile High Club. Do whatever you want, whatever the fuck, I don't care. Just one thing. If you should find yourself drunk and belligerent, get your stupid ass up. Sit in your seat and calm the fuck down. Because we have the most beautiful stewards and stewardesses in the world. But they will be happy to escort your punk ass off the plane while the plane is in flight. Enjoy the ride, family. We're going to do a quick sweeper break station id and then we're going to come back and just talk about a couple of things i got from the fam five goddamn things to do before the new year and man i am back like a mug and are we going to close out strong you in the hood you on the flight let's get it y'all one love Listening to Mr. Moody's Neighborhood. Hey, yo, what up, fam? It's your boy, Mr. Moody, the host of the realest podcast online with no holds barred convo. You're not going to eat shrimp and lobster on me, nigga. You, you better earn your way into the shrimp and all that. You, we're not, it ain't rocking like that. Mr. Moody's Neighborhood. Crazy? <laughs> Come and get your 100% on. You're listening to Mr. Moody's Neighborhood on. N-D-N Radio N-D-N Radio 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 <laughs> Yo fam, I'm back Alright, I'm back Yo, did I not just fly through that shit like a motherfucker? Yo, 
Did I not just sound like a dude that just got released from like 20 years in the pen and got his first taste of ass in 20 years? <laughs> Female ass. <laughs> Yo, your boy was hype as fuck. What do y'all expect? What do y'all want from me, man? You know how much I missed the fam when I was gone, B? Yeah, I know. I know. We kept, we kept it in order with the replays. We kept y'all with something to ride with, man. But I miss the fam. I miss sitting down and getting it done, B. The workhorse is back. Shit, Cousin Ed was getting tired of putting the motherfucking replays up. It's like, yo, cuz, come on, B. I mean, get settled in up in this bitch. We got work to do. Big up to Cody, my man. One of my brothers from another mother came over and, um figured my Mac mini issues out in like five minutes flat shit that I sat for an hour and couldn't get right uh, he came and got all my shit working in five minutes big up to you Cody speaking of cousin Ed for 2016 family y'all are going to be hearing uh, more of cousin Ed possibly natural you know y'all are hear more of them than y'all heard they asses this year I ain't tell you that much all right so that's what's going on now I do want to give y'all a reminder before we get into this we are going to be let me pause the bounce for a minute I'm either going to clock out uh, the second week of December or after the first week of December uh, because we just got a lot of stuff to do for 2016. And it's been with, with everything that I've been dealing with and all of the influx of like business and personal issues and all that, it, it's kind of put me behind on things I would have done at this point in time. I don't. So I got to take care of that business because there is no podcast if business is not being taken care of. So I think we had a phenomenal year like um, last year. 2014 was our best year at that point. And I'm just proud to say 2015 is better. So we look to you know continue that upward trend. So family, we're just going to ride out November strong. We're going to ride out either the first or second weeks of December strong. And then we're just going to go silent for two weeks and going to be back strong either on the very first um, week of January or the second, I would definitely keep you guys posted. And, uh, before I get out of here for 2015 to my queen autumn, and I love me some autumn and she hits me up sometimes. She was like, you know what? I would love just, I know you don't really do Jeff is moody sports news and entertainment anymore. Um, but I would love to just hear one. I would love you go back to, for you to go back into that once in a while and queen autumn, you got it for you. I'm going to make sure we get a Jeff uh, Moody sports news and entertainment, maybe a 2015 year wrap up. How about that, Queen Autumn? How fucking ridiculous will that show be? Um, We'll see. All right. I love you, Autumn. Ring the bell for you. All right. Back to the bounce. You know, I'm just happy to be here. You, you, you sitting in your cubicle right now. You in the car. You wherever you at. You like, yo, King is back. Okay, he came on at the beginning of the flight a little wild, wilding out a little bit, but you know, niggas calming down a little bit. All right. So, family, now, today I'm only doing news that was sent to me by members of the fam, um, interesting questions or scenarios, if you will, and a few other things regarding the fam today. And, and the reason I'm doing that is because I got. I just love how the hood reaches out to you and it don't be having shit to do with podcasting. And even when the hood reaches out and it has something to do with podcasting, I love that. 
And when it's half and half, how you doing? Hope everything is well. Can't wait till you get back. So y'all got to understand that's fuel for the fire right there. That that fuels me. That drives me. And I love that because I know y'all don't have to do that. You know, I don't ask you to. It's something that you do. So I'm, I'm very I, I just really appreciate y'all for that. I just wanted to start knocking some of this out and talking about some of the things that I wasn't able to address in my absence. All right. Some of the feedback, if you will, from the family. Now, let me say this real quick about what I'm getting ready to do. Rude boy M. What up, King? What up, my brethren? What up, my Lord? You are always sending me new stories to talk about. And, you know, I talk about some of them. Some of them I don't get around to. Um, But whatever you sent me last, M, I don't know if it was a weeks ago or a month ago. There was something you sent me and I, do, I just don't have it in front of me, M. I'm going to find it and I'm going to uh, catch up with it. Yo, M, let me tell you something, man. You you contribute so heavy to the hood, man. And I want to let you know from me to you that I appreciate that. That, that. That's very big to me, man. You just, you always deal with something. I King, um, and, and I appreciate you for that. Thank you so much. And I also got your text for Jim last week, and I appreciate that as well. Well, this week, I should say, all right? So thank you, M. Um, I don't have it, but I'm going to catch up with it. I apologize for that. I appreciate you. And to anybody else that sent me something that I may not talk about today, just let me get back in stride, y'all. I got you. Um, it's been tremendous to see the fam reach out like this, um, even when I'm not podcasting. So some days when I was just worn out, y'all, I was literally lifted in the air by kind words from the hood. And that's from every area code. That's from Dino Red of the Shiznit Show, who himself has an outstanding fucking podcast that I don't miss an episode of. And yet still, he can find the time to simply text me and wish for everything to be well and make sure the family's well, man. I love Dino for that. I love you for that, uh, Dino. I love you, babe, bro, for that, man. That's big right there. Thank you so much, sir. Y'all make sure y'all go check out that Shiznit um, podcast, too. Um, That's what means the most to me, y'all. You know, my baby brother Aaron from Black Astronaut, my queen lady Ro, just saying good morning. That's it. You know, my podcast wifey, Kai Love, from the um, Pisces Life podcast, she just texted me the other day, just say sending you hugs. That's all. By the way, Lady Rose from that WPOV podcast on Right to Real Love Radio. What up, baby brother? Jay Mayo. What up, cat? That, that means the most to me. And I could go on and on and on and on. A listener that I've never even seen before getting in contact with me or texting me or anything simply sent me a happy face and said that's for Jim today which is Jeff is moody those simple little things that y'all don't have to do and y'all do them I, I, I appreciate that I really need y'all to know that I don't I don't reach out to people to ask them to get involved with my show there's nothing wrong with doing that actually you probably should do that I just don't do it. I just give you what I give you and you make your choices. I don't I don't hit people up repeatedly and ask you why you're not sending me shit. Those are things I don't think any of us should do. I think that shit actually turns people off, whether they're telling you that or not. You always hitting and bug at, at a point in time you start bugging people and they may not tell you that. I'm not into that. I don't do that. 
I don't stage listener interaction and then podcast like the shit is actually authentic. I don't I don't do all that. I just do me. I give you my info and I do me. Jeff is moody at Gmail. Text me. Yada got. And you know what? During the show, y'all, I don't even mention that shit on the show, do I? I don't think I've mentioned that much this year. It's in the write-up. You go to the fucking write-up, you want to hit me up, you do it. You don't want to do it, don't do it. It ain't, yo, it's all good. It's all love, fam. There's so many great podcasts out there. You, If you interacted with every podcast that you like, you probably wouldn't have time to do shit for yourself. There's some phenomenal podcasts out there. Y'all hear me say them all the time. I don't do all that other shit. I just do me. And it's the family that that chooses to get involved. It's the family that chooses to care. So I'm not I'm not about that. Y'all keep doing it this way. Get up if you get up. Don't get up if you don't get up. I'm going to be here. I'm going to do my shit regardless. That's what makes me an authentic moody. And 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 that's what I'm going to do. And because you guys choose to care so much, that means more to me than being considered a a great podcast or this or that or a fucking podcast ranking. Ain't nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with you wanting to be number one or whatever you want. There's nothing wrong with that. I could give you 10 podcasts off rip I think should be number one. But for me, I just move a little different and it works for me. And I'm not changing no time soon, fam. And I hope y'all don't change either. I hope y'all don't change, man. Don't change on me. So while I was gone, let's see what the fuck was going on. First things first, pause this bounce. This is nothing sent to me by the fam. I just want to say this real quick. I want to say fuck Apple iPhone and all of the big brother features they have in their phone. Because I found out that the phone can tell you or anybody else that has your phone pretty much exactly where you've been. And I don't like that. Now, I don't know if y'all consider that good or bad, but me being a technology dinosaur and a conspiracy kook that believes that we almost have no privacy left. I don't like the shit. And if you don't like the shit like I don't like the shit, here's how you turn that bullshit off. If you choose, you go to your settings, you tap privacy. You go to when you tap location services, you go to when you tap system services, go to and turn the fuck off the thing that says frequent locations. Turn the motherfucker off. Sheesh. There's something else I think you might want to turn off, but I forgot what it was. I don't know, fam. Look, if a loved one goes missing to something or you lose your phone or something, maybe it's good. But if you're a conniving criminal kidnapper, et cetera, kind of motherfucker or an insecure, insecure boyfriend, girlfriend, husband, wife type or just a fucking creep in general and you get your hands on somebody's phone. I, I don't like it. Now, that had nothing to do with fam interaction. See, I'm all over the place. I just want to say fuck Apple and a big brother feature. Now, if somebody hits me up and tells me tells me why that feature makes all the sense in the world, then I'll reconsider it. Maybe I'll turn it back on. Uh, but I doubt it. Back to the bounce. Got no fucking privacy no more, man. None. Anyway. So the beautiful hood queen, Donna. Knowing I was going through this anxiety thing, she kept hitting me up and asking for my mailing address, you know, which I don't give out. And we, we, you know, we, we kept texting back and forth. 
and I gave her my P.O. box. By the way, she didn't take any, she didn't mind that at all. Not having the, the physical address. With, with the lack of privacy we have, it probably could have found the shit anyway, right? So, whatever. But let me tell y'all what Queen Donna sent me. Now, you know, the queen is deep into the whole holistic hill and the herbs and spices and meditation and all that, right? Well, do y'all know she sent me a bunch of lavender oils, um, soaps, peppermint oils, chamomile teas, incense. Um, I couldn't believe it. And she also sent me some incredible information about naturally overcoming this shit without taking medicine because I refuse to take the medicines. The Zoloft and all that shit. I'm not a medicine guy and I just refuse to take them. And I'm doing much better, y'all. Medicine free, naturally going about my business. Queen Donna, thank you so much. I mean, that you don't understand how big that is in my world, how thoughtful that is in my world. Thank you so much. Damn it. Yo, that shit can almost bring tears to a motherfucker's eyes. She ain't got to do that. So thank you, Queen Donna. I love you for that, man. Thank you so much. All right. Hood King Kelvin hit me up maybe three weeks ago, maybe a month. And he posed me a question for the show. All right, fam. I want you all to listen closely to this. All right? He says, here's a sexual scenario for Podmaster Jim in the fam. God damn it. Podmaster Jim. Y'all, y'all get it, right? Jim, J-I-M, Jeff is moody. Podmaster Jim. Jim. Hotness. I like that shit. Podmaster Jim up in this bitch. So here's a sexual scenario for Podmaster and the fam. So a dude and his girl break up because the girl is a sexual prude. No head, no anal, no imagination in the bedroom. And then to top it off, when she rejects him for sex, her tone makes him feel like he's committing a crime for being attracted to her. She gets pissed when he watches porn. She goes through his phone and she continuously tells him she's not his street whore to be sexually abused. Hypocritically enough, when she is in the mood for another rousing 20 minutes of straight missionary sex. (laughs) Oh, shit. Where was I? When she's in the mood for another rousing 20 minutes of straight missionary sex, she expects it on the spot and gets mad when he's not in the mood. She often accuses him of having a side chick when he refuses her sex or when he just pounds her out with no emotion and gets a nut. Question for the hood. Should he get back with this chick based on her saying she's changed in the four months since they've been apart? question for the hood ladies considering the sexual dryness and selfishness of this female would he be wrong to have or have had a mistress while they were together now listen he throws this in the female has openly acknowledged that it was she that was being approved and states that she's just not really into sex and the only reason she even has sex is to keep a man around and to keep a man loyal now listen um this is king kelvin i don't think that's his scenario at all 
from what I know. So whatever that is, whosoever it is, whatever that's it, fam, what's the deal? A sexual prude, no nothing. Straight fucking 20 minutes of missionary sex. I would go bananas on top of you just wiggling around like an earthworm for 20 fucking minutes. You better turn that shit around or put a leg over my shoulder. Shit. You better let me paint this fake. You, you gonna get this work. Uh, come on, y'all know me. I ain't nothing changed since I've been gone. Shit. Ain't like I've been gone two years. I only been gone a month and three weeks or some stupid shit like that. The fuck out of here. If it was that bad and we broke up for that, um, uh, I probably wouldn't get back with her. I don't think being a, being away four months turns you into a freak. I don't even think you're trying to be a freak. I don't think somebody's trying to make you a freak. I'm just saying 20 minutes of missionary sex every once in the blue and then you mad when somebody don't want to get on top of you and wiggle around. I wouldn't fuck with it personally. And see... Ladies, this is what I try to tell you. For all you ladies who think, let, let me pause this bounce. Let me pause in a bounce a, a couple of times for this show. Let me tell you some things that your men won't tell you because your men are afraid of your wrath. I don't give a fuck about your wrath. Let me tell you some things. All that teeth sucking and attitude and don't want to do this and don't want to do that. When you do it once in a while, it's cool because us guys, we can be a little too much with wanting to bust a nut. We can. And then, you know, the more comfortable we get with y'all, we act like we ain't got to do nothing to please you. No kind of foreplay, no kind of don't don't want to lick the clit, the titty, nothing. I get it. Sometimes y'all just ain't in the mood and y'all got an attitude because it's like we don't understand you tired. You just I get it. But I'm going to say this, though. If you do that shit consistently. You turn your man into a selfish lover, maybe even more selfish than he already was or is. In fact, you can have a very unselfish lover and turn them selfish. You know what guys do when y'all have all that teeth sucking and stuff? When he gets some dick in you, it's not to please you. He starts losing his emotional attachment to you. He just wants to nut. He's not even looking at you like love of his life or something. You, you turn yourself into a piece of pussy by consistently denying certain things. And that's why I tell guys, before y'all, y'all got to stop laying down with these women before y'all find out what they willing to do. Because a lot of women were prudes when you met them and you went for it anyway because you was sprung or you was thirsty or whatever the case may be. You can't even get mad at them for that. Ladies, it's the same thing with the guys. You know, you find out this motherfucker like sticking juju beads up his ass when y'all fucking, you can't be upset. Y'all should have talked about that stuff. Talk about it. Now, as for this particular scenario, I, I probably wouldn't get back with her because that... That kind of shit right there will drive me away from you. I don't care how perfect everything else is. I'm sorry. I wouldn't do it. I don't know what the hood would say. And as far as the ladies, um, considering the dryness and selfishness of this female, would he be wrong to have or have had a mistress while they were together? Um, I could say no, because if you're just not happy with somebody, just don't fuck with them. But then again, that's easier said than done because you don't know the, the extent of their relationship. And if it's a deep one that was going on for a while and they have mutual investments in things, sometimes it's not that easy to just walk away. Like people kill me when they like, yo, just walk away if you don't like it. Like, it's that easy. That's like a Donald Trump answer. Yo, how we go? How we going to do this, Donald? We're just going to go over there and I fucking kick their ass and then we're going to come back home and then we're going to win. That's how we're going to fucking no plan. 
No plan whatsoever, right? Um, I wouldn't be mad at him if he had a mistress. At all. Y'all ladies, y'all keep fucking around. And find out your man is out there with somebody that sexually does the shit that he requires. Keep fucking around. Same thing goes with you fellas. Y'all think y'all got it popping. Keep fucking around. Keep ignoring her. Keep not pleasing her. Keep disrespecting her status. Keep doing that. And you'll find out that she's fucking with a long dick nigga that's blowing her mind. And she's coming back home whistling and chirping to you. Keep it up. Because it's just like us to do the wrong thing. And then get mad when somebody re- reacts off of the wrong things that we do. So, Hood, y'all think about that. Um, would you get back with that person? Ladies, you can put it in a man scenario or wh- however y'all roll. Man, man, woman, 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 man, whatever. Would you get back with a person like that? And also, ladies, is he wrong uh, for having a mistress with a woman that is that sexually tight? That is admittedly that sexually tight and that's king kelvin and he says let me hit you with a scenario now king kelvin is in a pretty uh solid relationship so i i like that by the way if y'all want if y'all want to send in scenarios send those in because i like i actually like this just say their scenarios you know if you're making it up let me know in advance so i don't get all passionate thinking this is somebody's story just say moody i got i got an interesting one let's do that y'all every couple of fridays let's do like a scenario kind of friday kind of thing make some fly shit up and let's all answer them as a community you know what i'm saying i actually like that ring the bell for that big up calvin all right back to the bounce i wouldn't fuck with him i wouldn't fuck with him i'm sorry y'all and i probably would have a mistress if we had a lot invested uh, with that kind of sexual frustration, I probably would have somebody I was fucking on the side. That was 10 times as fine and 10 times as freaky. I mean, damn, she mad when a motherfucker watch porn. For real, you ain't giving up no ass and you mad that I'm watching porn? Fuck out of here. I know there's two sides to every story, y'all, but I think that's just a scenario. He just want to get the brains going. So let's do that. All right. Now, since I've been gone, I've had two transgendered issues thrown my way. Um, the first is the sexy as hell, beautiful female version of me, Callie Born D. Big up, Callie Born. Callie sent me an article, which I don't have in front of me. And it was about a transgendered male student from some high school who demanded that he be able to use the female bathroom and locker room because he identified as a girl. Are y'all familiar with that story? I don't know if you are. I know I remember that story. I don't have it word for word. I think it was about two months ago, maybe three months ago or whatever. So anyway, the female students had a problem with that. They didn't want a what they deemed as a boy. They didn't want him in the locker room with them. Um, And I think those a a couple of those female students protested that. Right. Um, The school made special arrangements for him to be able to use the faculty restroom and locker room. Um, And that he said that wasn't good enough. He said he's a girl. He has the right to use the girls facilities. So Callie Bourne just sent me this with a question mark and an SMH. (laughs) And she wrote, King, just speak on it. Now, I got to tell you all, compared to the next transgender issue I'm going to get into, this is lightweight. So let me talk about this dude real quick. To be honest with you. Why should the girls be forced to let him or her or whatever the fuck come in the locker room? I, I'll wait. 
Oh, hold on, I'll wait. Pause the fucking bounce. If the girls are in the locker room and they are uncomfortable by someone with a penis being in the locker room with them, he may not even be attracted to girls in the least in any way, shape or form. Why? Why should they be forced to allow him in the locker room? Uh, I'm going to get in trouble. Well, I don't get in trouble because you have to give a fuck to be in trouble. But yeah, I know people don't don't like when I say stuff like this. I, I wait for y'all. You identify as a girl. I see you as a boy. And I may not want to see your dick swinging when I'm in the locker room with a bunch of vaginas. What, what's the problem? Are those girls evil now? You mean to tell me that them not wanting that makes them bad now? Everybody is bad that doesn't agree with that now? Now, to my understanding, the, the freaking school made arrangements. And he or she is like, nah, that's not fuck that. It's not good enough. I want to go in there, nigga. <laughs> I want to go in there. Fuck out of here. Yo, every yo, everybody must be inconvenienced or uncomfortable for the sake of one person that wants to be a girl when he's a guy. That's that's insanity. Should the school should the school even have said, okay, we'll work out special hours where you have access to the the locker room? I don't know, but I just know if there are other girls in there that are uncomfortable with that, they shouldn't have to go through it. Simple and plain. Simple and plain. I don't know how y'all feel about that. You know, we in a fucked up position in this world now. Lord knows you can't disagree with anything. Because if you disagree with anything, whether it's respectfully or disrespectfully, you're like the worst person in the world. You're like Hitler. But I don't give a fuck. Now, because I don't have the story in front of me, y'all, has there been a continuation of this? Am I fully versed? Am I missing something? Y'all, let me know. But nah, I would absolutely say you absolutely cannot go. And yo, let me tell you, I understand that the, like a, a boy that think he thinks he's a girl. Can you imagine the hell that he catches in the boys locker room? Maybe we have to talk to our young men about having more tolerance because you shouldn't be in the locker room bullying on a guy that thinks he's a girl. Yeah, but guys, boys are going to do that. So I kind of get it. You know, it, that got to be a torturous thing to go through. That has to be hell to go through. I understand that portion because boys are assholes, especially when they're in high school. High school boys are assholes and high school jocks are triple assholes. And I can imagine that this dude can't get a break. They don't have the right to physically or verbally harass him because of how he feels about himself. But I can imagine he's like, yo, I can't take it being in here. I get that. I'm not really with the schools making all these different arrangements for one or two people that think that they want to be something. That's just the way that it's going to be. But I kind of sympathize 
But along with my sympathy, I'm just saying, if the girls don't want you in the girls' fucking locker room, because you have a penis, that you, you shouldn't be allowed to go in there. Sooner or later, a, a pure heterosexual guy is just going to play the, the um, transgender card just to get access to girls. And I know that y'all are like, yeah, right. Now, nah, y'all know how ridiculous people are. That's going to happen sooner or later. So, Kelly Bourne ain't much to speak on. I don't think he should be allowed in there. Yo, it's a woman's restroom. It's a man's bathroom. What the fuck are women going to start coming in a men's urinal and turn around and leaning back into the urinal and pissing downwards just because you want to be in the... Come on, man. I, we go too far. So good luck. Good luck to that young man or that young lady, whatever he wants to be. Good luck. And I really hope they find a resolution. And God knows I hope nobody is physically touching that kid. Leave him the fuck alone. But if the girls don't want you in there, you can't be in there. Damn. Okay. So that was lightweight. That was lightweight compared to this, man. So listen, big up to my Pleasant Hill LA Fitness gym buddy. The beautiful Sharita. Lord, Lord, Lord who is a longtime listener of Indian radio. And she wanted me to speak to a male transgendered friend of hers. And she wanted me to get some first person perspective of that lifestyle. And you know, I'm, I'm, I am kind of cute. Like I'm kind of curious of the thinking, what goes on in, in that kind of mindset. So I was like, you know what? That's, that's fly. We can meet up. I'll bring my trusty HD mic. And we'll see how this goes because I don't mind talking to a transgender person. Actually, I have quite a few honest questions to ask him. Not nothing offensive, just straight questions. I'm curious. I, I would like to ask some questions. Well, family, let me tell you what happened. Sharita contacts her friend to set up a meet date and a time. And dude agrees to meet me, but this is what he tells her. And this is what killed it for me. Pause the bounce. He says, yeah, I'll sit down with your friend. But tell him he is not to refer to me. As a him or her or some shit like that, he said. Oh. I'm not to refer to him as transgender. I'm not. I am not to the instructions for my fucking show. I don't know if I would have did a show if he wanted to do a show. She told him about my show. She told me about him. She says, I've had opinions on that in the past. And I, and I'm a, if he didn't want me to record it, I wouldn't have recorded it. But if I ain't recorded, wouldn't have been no use in us meeting because I don't have that much interest that I want to just fucking talk to you without doing a show on it. You would have had all this is the hood. You would have had fair opportunity to come on here and speak your mind. I wouldn't have ambushed you. I wouldn't have did no shit like that. I'm not really into that. So he tells her that I am not to refer to him as transgender. And I'm like, what the fuck? You can't say transgendered any, anymore. Since when? 
Since when? I didn't I didn't know you couldn't do that. Am I wrong? Or is that just his thing, y'all? So so listen. So then he gives Sharita a full tutorial on transgenderism. Is is that a word? Is transgenderism a word? I don't know. And then the Negro sends her something to forward to me. And and this is what he tells. And this is just so arrogant that I couldn't believe it. But he goes, he tells her he doesn't sound accepting or mature enough to have a conversation with me yet. And I don't want to embarrass him on his own show. <laughs> uh, have him read up on this and let's take it from there. Let me let me go back and read this to y'all again. He tells her he doesn't sound accepting or mature enough to have a conversation with me yet. And I don't want to embarrass him on his own show. Have him read up on this and take it from there. Wowzers. Where the fuck did that come from? Motherfucker, I haven't even met or spoken to you or text you or, or done anything yet. How you know me so good? And that's the thing I'm finding with a lot of people. Forget the transgender thing for a minute. Everybody, humanity. All you motherfuckers are judgmental as fuck, but just don't want to be judged. You motherfuckers sit there and have opinion on everything moving. But God forbid somebody gives an opinion on you. You get all up in your shit, all up in your feelings. That's the portion of humanity I hate with a passion. Anyway, I was as stunned as y'all can imagine me being. I'm like, yo, Sha, what the fuck did you tell dude about me, man? She's like, yo, Moody, I swear to God, I'll show you my text. All I said is that you have a strong opinion about the issue, but you are one of the most respectful, honest people that she'll ever meet and grow to like. And she's saying she for him because she respects him as whatever he wants to be. Ain't no, I ain't got no problem with that. So she says, I told him you're one of the most honest people she'll ever meet. You're one of the most respectful people you ever meet. You're not going to set her up. She's. I'm looking at what they're typing back and forth. She's like, and this is what he gets back, which this is what she sends back, which pisses me the fuck off and me and her get into it. And I'm like, what the fuck? That's exactly what she said on her text. Get the fuck out of here. Yo, I'm serious about this, you know. So we, so this all started out, let's just get together and let's podcast. And it turned into what I'm going to be allowed to do. Do not refer to me as this. You can't get the fuck out of here. So anyway, her friend sends over something called how to respect a transsexual person by somebody called Annan. I'm going to read this for y'all. Okay, I'm not reading all of this. I'm going to just give y'all a few rules on how to respect a transsexual person if you if if you guys are interested. So it's this is by Annan. Big up to Annan. I don't know who that is, but big up to you. 
This page is about transsexual people, i.e. people born with a brain that is normal for one gender and chromosomes and an external body that seemed normal for the opposite sex. The term gender, when used below, always means the gender the person identifies as. And, and this is basic stuff here. Accept me as a full-fledged member of the gender I identify as. I, I don't I don't have to accept you as anything. All I, all I have to do is just respect you. I need not to disrespect you or wish for disrespect to fall upon you. I don't have to accept anything. It's, it's you do you. You know what? As a matter of fact, I will accept it. You do you. I can accept that. Whatever. Okay. That's not a bad rule. Always use the language that corresponds to my gender identity. E.g. he, she, even if my body does not seem to match yet. And even when talking about my past. Okay. If you're still adjusting to me, it's normal to make mistakes. Don't draw attention to it by saying sorry. Just correct you, just correct yourself right after and carry on. Uh, I can agree with that. This is how to treat a transsexual person. If I identify as male, never use female mark words like girl, waitress, breast, vagina, etc. to describe anything about me and vice versa. Always use language that corresponds to my gender. For example, if I am a female to male transsexual person, I am always a guy and never a girl. Don't call me a female bodied unless I use that term myself. Get the fuck out of here. I'm not thinking that deeply. I'm not thinking that deeply. Hi, how you doing? You're a transgender, transsexual. Okay, that's interesting. Uh, nice to meet you, motherfucker. I'm not thinking that deeply. Get the fuck out of here. A transsexual girl is male to female. A transsexual guy is female to male. Never the other way around. Okay. Gender identity has nothing to do with sexual orientation. Whether I am attracted to men, women, or both is neither or neither is totally is a totally separate thing from whether I am male or female. For example, if I am a trans girl who likes girls, treat me no differently than any other lesbian woman. I, I'm, I'm, I'm not thinking that deeply. I'm sorry. I'm not thinking that deeply. I got a ton of lesbian homies and they love me to death. With my strong opinion. And if they can love me, I don't give a fuck who doesn't. I know a gang of gay dudes and they love the big homie to death. Regardless of my opinion. And if they can do it, I don't give a fuck who doesn't. Moving right along. Don't expect me to conform to the stereotypes of my gender. I wear whatever clothes I like and have whatever interests I have. Being masculine or feminine has nothing to do feminine <laughs> has nothing to do with being male or female um butch trans women and feminist trans guys exist just like they do among non okay whatever for almost all trans people being transsexual is not a choice or a decision it is a simple reality the only decision is whether to accept my situation and fix it to live a healthier life or deny it and suffer i totally agree if you feel a certain way about yourself let it shine Remember, I'm an advocate of nobody fucking with you, even though I don't understand or agree with your shit. I just don't think I should be fucking with you because of it. <sighs> don't use my name 
Oh, wait, hold on. Never mention my old name or ever ask what it was. Instead of saying back when you were Fred, say before you came out as a female. The fuck out of here. I'm not thinking that deeply. Don't use my name in third person as if I was a person separate from myself. E.G., are you dressing as Lisa now? <laughs> Hey, you're making this shit funny, Annie, not me. I am a person, a guy or a girl, a man or woman, foremost. If you must use the word transsexual or trans, it's better to use it as an adjective, adjective to describe a person, not as a noun onto itself, e.g. trans people, trans folk, trans guy. Get the fuck out I'm not thinking, you know what? Maybe I don't have that much hatred and confusion in my heart. I'm not thinking that deeply. I'm not going through all that. Okay, now this part is transition. Use the word transition to describe what I am going through or went through. I No. Nah. The changes I made to my body are not purely cosmetic, but rather reconstructive. Having a body I am comfortable with is vital to my health and in my social and physical interactions with other people. I That's fine. Knock yourself out. I'll roll with you on that. Don't openly talk about my genitals any more than you would for a non-trans person unless I bring up the topic myself. I'm not treating you different than I treat other people. I'm sorry. Especially if we tight. I'm probably going to say some raw dog shit to you. Don't immediately assume that genital sexual reassignment surgery, SRS, is my priority. Okay, I won't. Social uh, situations here, folks. Being transsexual is a very personal matter. Treated with respect. I can do that. I'm not here to shock anyone to get attention. I am not selfish. I'm just a person like anyone else. And I have a right to be healthy and live in my honest gender. Okay, whatever. Okay. If I blend well, I pass. Or if I am online, then don't tell anyone I am transsexual unless they are too. Just talk about me like any other normal guy or girl according to my gender identity. Okay. If I'm visibly gender variant and am out as transsexual, it's okay to educate your friends about pronouns before meeting me in person. I'm not giving nobody a fucking tutorial before they meet you. I'm sorry. You know what it is? I don't hang out with shithead people like that. So maybe I can't relate to this. That's all I'm saying. Ask permission before taking a photo of me or before displaying old pre-transition pictures of me. Get the fuck out of here. Don't call me whenever a documentary about transsexuals is on TV just because I am transsexual. I already know what being transsexual is about. Uh, Okay, I can agree with that. I'm skipping a bunch of shit, y'all. Do not confuse transsexuality with cross-dressing. Cross-dressers are men who like to wear women's clothing for sexual fetishized reasons. These men do not identify as female and are often straight. Do not confuse transsexual people with drag queens. Okay. 
The term transgendered is an umbrella term that includes any and all gender variant people, transsexual people, cross dressers, drag queens and queens, intersex, genderqueer and big gendered people and many other. I, what is all this gender shit? I don't fucking know what all that is. And, and, and if it's an umbrella term, why can't I say transgender? Am I missing something, y'all? Am I not supposed to say transgender? It looks like you just said umbre umbrella term. For example, many transsexual people don't like to be associated with cross-dressers. Genderqueer, big, big, big gendered. Come on, man. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going through all that. That's all I'm saying. The term tranny is slang for transsexual, either as an adjective or a noun. Many feel that it is offensive on par with words like fag, dyke, and nigger. Because, of course, your transgender struggle is that of a black person struggle. Of course. <sighs> y'all lose me every time when y'all go that route. But I get what you're saying. It's offensive on par with words like that. Why you had to throw nigger in there? I don't know. As such, many feel that only trans people themselves can reclaim it and use it. In some cities, however, it only means cross-dresser and not transsexual. Use it with much caution, if at all. Get the fuck out of here. I'm not thinking that deeply. The term she-male is vulgar and never appropriate. It is used by pornographic industry to objectify and fetishize preoperative transsexual women don't call it cross-dressing if i'm wearing clothes that match my gender and if i am a transsexual guy getting top surgery then i am not getting my breast removed i am getting a chest reconstruction i'm gonna read a little more and then i'm done with this shit if I have just come out, oh, this is if I just came out. If I have just come out as my new gender, you should use my new name and pro and pronouns with me and with all and only those who know about me, even and especially with people who are still struggling to adjust to my correct gender. Be casual about it. Don't make a big deal about it. If I haven't told everyone yet that I am trans, then don't tell anyone. Could you please tell that to the homosexual people that out uh, gay people that didn't want people to know they were gay? Or is this another one of those hypocrisy things? Yeah, I know. There you go, Moody, asking questions again. There you go, Moody. How dare you? Oh, I'm not going to listen to the show no more. Oh, I'm going to sick the so-and-so on you. Oh, they're going to get you. There you go. Everybody eat a dick and shut the fuck up. How about, how about that? That's my solution to the world. Eat a dick. See, there are just too many rules for me, fam. And guess what? I'm not abiding by any fucking special set of rules when I'm dealing with anybody else. And that, that means I'm not doing it for you. Okay. You got terms like assigned sex, umbrella term, trans men, trans women, binary gender, transsexual, transition, genderqueer, big gender, pan gender, agender, third gender, cross dresser. You can have all that shit. You know my motherfucking job when I meet you? I will give you dap. I will give you a hug, whether you're gay, straight, transgender, pan gender, uber gender, equator fucking gender, uh, uh, you know. Universal gender, Martian gender, car gender, truck, SUV gender. 
Air Jordan gender. iPhone gender, Android gender. Fried chicken and macaroni and cheese gender. I don't give a fuck. I'm going to give you love. I'm going to give you respect. If I'm curious about something and you allow me to ask, because I'm not going to ask you questions that I know are going to offend you because I, I typically don't do that. But if we're having a wide open conversation, I'm an open book. And if you are, I'm going to ask you what made you feel this way. Why do you think people should have to deal with you wanting to be in this room or that room when you're not that? I'm going to ask you that. And if that offends you, that's your fucking problem. You know what transsexual or gender or whatever the fuck you are? All these motherfuckers get on here and kiss y'all ass. They're afraid of the power because you guys got a gang of power. Shit, I wouldn't be surprised to turn on this podcast Saturday and it's gone. <laughs> I would just either start another one and say, fuck, it doesn't matter to me. See, that's why that's why I'm so free. I'm not trapped by this bullshit of this world. But you know who you want to be with? When a bunch of people roll up on you and want to whip your ass because you're transgender, you know, one of the people you want to be with is me. You want to know why? Because I'll get back to back with you and fight for your right to be who you want to be. And I despise people that want to physically harm somebody because of their orientation or the way that they I despise people like that. You know who you want to be with when a bunch of people are, are, are screaming from across the room? Look at you, you fucking fag, you queer, you tranny. You want to be with me because I'm going to get up and go, yo, we got a problem here. What the fuck is that person doing to you right now? Because I know my heart and because I know me, it gives me the power to not kiss your fucking ass. And not study my nouns and pronouns when I meet you. And not have to double and triple think every word that comes out of my mouth. Get the fuck out of here. And I understand the struggle that you go through. It's not the slavery struggle. Get the fuck out of here. But I understand the struggle you go through. And it's fucking horrible that people will beat you to death or physically injure you or get you so frustrated that you want to take your own life. It's fucking horrible. You could have came on my show and I couldn't I could have expressed that to you. But you got more rules than the president. So fuck off. And good luck. With wherever you're going in the future. And of course you're listening because I told Cherie to make sure you were. You hold the rest of this world hostage. Not me. That goes for all y'all motherfuckers. Gay, straight, the Klan, white supremacists, black power. I'm not confined to none of y'all shit. One thing I'm known for is giving people love. I'm not making no fucking special circumstances to deal with you. I got some gay friends and some lesbian friends that have smacked the shit out of you for saying anything other than that about me. And I'm straight as an arrow. Don't particularly agree with the lifestyle. Don't have understand half of it. You better ask somebody about me. I wish you safety and I wish you well. And I, and I hope you achieve everything you're trying to achieve. 
I'm not making no motherfucking special arrangements for shit. Okay. I'm done with that. Thank you, Sharita. Yo, have y'all heard about the boxer Yousef Mack doing a gay porno movie and then saying he was drugged? So King Corey sent me this one. What up, Corey? Corey says this nigga right there, SMH. Everybody is with this SMH. And Moody, on top of that, he got 10 fucking kids. I did not know he had kids, man. He got 10 kids. Uh, Corey says, I wonder, did those women know he was down low? So you guys heard about the ex-boxer, Yousef Mack. He did a porn movie, a gay porn movie. And when it starts circulating and his people start seeing it and bring it to his attention, he said that he went to a porn shoot thinking it was going to be some straight shit. Um, he's from the Bronx, Bronx stand up. <laughs> I think he's from Philadelphia, actually, y'all. Philly stand up. He said when he got to the set, he saw a bunch of fine young women milling around. He thought to himself, it's about to go down. I need a drink or something. He says, so then they gave him a pill and a shot of vodka. I took down a pill. This is him speaking. The next thing he remembers is waking back up on a train in Philadelphia with $4,500 in his pocket and a sore booty hole. <laughs> okay, I added that on there. I apologize. That was fucked up. That was wrong. I'm sorry, Yusef. You're a fighter, too. I'm a fighter, too, and you just box. I grapple. I don't know. You You probably would have to knock me the fuck out before I get my hands on you, bro. I don't know. But look, the reason I have no sympathy for the motherfucker is because he was lying. And he turned his story around once the production company said, oh, we drugged you. You know how serious that accusation is? We're going to sue the fuck out of you. He turned his story around quick. Y'all, he just came out. Say, hey, I'm coming out. So when he first went into denial mode, he went all out by saying, I got 10 kids, man. My whole life, I've been what they call whoremonger. See, because he's proud of that. I love females. The only time I touch a man is when I'm in the ring fighting. I'm just hurt right now. I can't really sleep at night, but I'm getting by. Everybody thinks I'm going to hurt myself. I got to stay strong for my children. All 10 of them. Hmm. 10 kids, no money, $4,500 to do a porno, drugged them, put them on a train in Philly, drugged up with $4,500 in his pocket. Have y'all ever seen the, the lump that $4,500 makes in your pocket and nobody on a Philly train touched him, huh? Right? Well, anyway, uh, Max says he shot the porno movie, got drug, got the money. Then he forgot about it because you got to admit, fam, it is kind of easy to forget being drugged, uh, banged in the ass and paid forty seven hundred dollars. Let's be honest. I would have forgot about that shit, too. <laughs> he forgot about it until a friend told him that there was a video of him performing in a gay threesome circulating on the Internet. Well, anyway, folks, from then to now, I guess Yousef went to the Rage nightclub, a, a very popular gay nightclub. I think that's in on the West Coast. And he had a coming out party. And, you know, they said he had a coming out party. He, now the world can know that he's gay and he's, 
hey, he's living his life. More power to him. The only thing I'll say is, I hope that those women that didn't know you were a down low male, I hope they're all healthy and I hope they all dodged a bullet of what the disaster that could have happened dealing with a man that sleeps with men, but don't tell women about it. Now, of course, you will get sympathies from some, you, from some, you get none from me. Just be what you say you're going to be. You know, when you're a straight person, it's real easy to say shit like that. I understand that because heterosexual is, it's the way, like you say, you're heterosexual. Nobody hates you. I kind of know what y'all go through. I kind of, I kind of can imagine it. But don't try to destroy something. You destroyed a gay company. Hey, they make gay porn because there's a demand for gay porn. More power to them. You're trying to damage their credibility because you willingly did something. Now, when I was reading up on this story, I knew you was lying like a motherfucker from the gate simply because you woke up on a train with $4,500 in your pocket. Get the fuck out of here. Have y'all ever seen the Scorpion show on um, YouTube? It's two gay dudes. I love that thing. I watch it. I watch most of them. I forget their names at the moment. And they're homosexual men, but they was going in on dude. You know why? Because they're the kind of homosexual men that they want people to be straight up. They're like, look, if you're something, be that. And be strong enough to deal with what comes with it. But be proud of yourself. Stand up for yourself. We know how hard it is to come out. But don't deceive. Don't be a person of deceit. Don't deceive. These are two gay males saying that. That's why I respect them so much. And they talk about entertainment. I'm not even into that. I just, but when they come out, I just watch them. It's just out of respect. I like how they're straight about who they are, what they're about. And, and they some entertainment brothers and they wildly popular and they deserve it all. Even people in your own community are disgusted with you, man. But now you're coming out, so congratulations. And Corey, thank you for sending this shit. Between the transgender stuff and this Matt guy, I'm, I'm gayed out for the day, y'all. I am. You got drugged and, 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 and had sex and woke up with $4,500 in your pocket and forgot about it and nothing on your body told you that something was up in your ass a couple of hours ago right they should have shooed the fuck out of you uh once they threatened to you went clean i would have i would have sued your ass anyway because that would that could be super damaging they should have sued the fuck out of you for all your future earnings all right Hood Kings, Corey Black again, Don, Eric, Primo, Hood Queens, Fanta, Donna, Caliborn, Yvette, Linda, Tanny, Tanny, hi, what up? Samantha, Sharita, Mary L, area code 646-202-213, couple of more. A lot of people ask me how I feel about this whole Donald Trump running for president when he's obviously dumb as rocks. And my answer is, um, let me pause the bounce. We did this. Well, fam, fam, we did this. We helped do it. I've been warning you all for years about riding celebrity dick. And when you have a couple, when you have a country of people who love to have celebrity dicks in their mouths and a country that has a massive amount of white population that is literally sick with hate and racism, of course, not all white people, but we are starting to see that it's a sickness of racism and hate. It's a sickness, literally. 
that doesn't deserve to be treated. It needs to be extinguished. You combine that with news outlets such as Fox News and such that are handsomely rewarded for fueling racism and ignorance and misinformation. And you throw in a completely dumbass, bigoted, toupee wearing, wealthy dimwit to run for president. This is what you get, folks. I don't give a fuck about Donald Trump. The American people ain't truly voted president in, in forever. Deeper than y'all know. Politics is full of shit, man. And you know how you know when politics is a fool's interest? Donald Trump appeared on the now horrible Saturday Night Live used to be so good. This shit is horrible now. He appeared on Saturday Night Live and his popularity. He jumped up in the polls. That's because it's a celebrity worshiping culture. Just like a lot of black people voted for Obama strictly because he's black. People voting for Don the Don because he's a celebrity. He has proven time and time again he's a fucking idiot. Well, he's a great businessman. Do you really want this dude that knows he don't know none of the foreign leaders? He don't know none of the policies. His answers are like if you're talking to a third grade child. Hey, Donald, how, how, what, what would you do about ISIS? We go over there. We're going to take the we're going to shoot them, going to kill them, going to get the oil. And we're going to run a pipeline from there to here to the Exxon. And we're and that's what we're going to do. And anybody that doesn't like it, we're going to kick their ass too. Donald Trump will have uh, the United States being attacked by terrorists every week. But you idiots that have so much hate in your heart just from seeing a black man in office, you are going for it. Anyway, uh, y'all don't want to hear my my silly ass. There's there's a handful of people that will control who will be the next president. And whether you like it or not, you don't really have too much to do with it. You got a little bit to do with it, but not as much as you think. And I forgot who hit me up and was talking about uh, they sent me uh, there's a female podcast that obviously cannot stand me. And they send me these uh, emails or D I forgot what they send me. And uh, what are you doing? We just interviewed Hillary Clinton or somebody. I guess they interviewed Hillary uh, Clinton. Congratulations. You interviewed a professional liar. Way to go. Congratulations to you. I don't even know why y'all hate my guts. I can imagine probably said something that pissed y'all off. I got a tendency to do that. You interviewed a professional liar. Wait, okay, way to go. Politics is full of shit and I don't give a fuck about Donald Trump. This is the closest I've ever been to not even voting. Aren't y'all happy I'm back? You know, that fucking uh, just say what you mean and mean what you say kind of shit. You know, that talk it like you walk it and walk it like you talk it kind of mentality, that black cowboy mentality. You know what I'm saying? Hey, we interview. What What are you doing? What show are you doing? I don't know. Maybe they playing around. I don't know. They seem to be fond of the kid. I never heard of them until they hit me up. You interviewed a professional Liar. Congratulations. On to more pleasant things. Okay, now look. This one is from Queen Samantha, who is Lord knows the finest Caucasian woman with a black woman's body, because black women have the greatest bodies on earth. 
And I'm sure after you hear this that a few of you hood kings and queens will be inspired to book a hotel room this weekend. Now, this is an article she sent me from the Huffington Post, and it's written by James Cave about hotel sex versus regular home sex. Now, did you guys know that according to Ian Kerner, who is a licensed psychotherapist, sex counselor, and the best-selling author of the book, She Comes First and Passionista, hotel sex is way better than bedroom sex at home. According to Kerner, if you've ever had sex in a hotel room and thought, well, that was better than it usually is, you're not the only one. Check this out, fam. Turns out there are chemical responses that occur in our brains when we have sex in a hotel bed that don't necessarily happen in our personal bedrooms, says Kerner. When a couple engages in sexual acts in a hotel room versus the bedroom, the novelty of the hotel room is going to stimulate dopamine transmission in the brain, which uh, pays a, plays a big role in arousal and sexual excitement. Now, listen, y'all. He goes on to say hotels are an indulgence because hotels are often designed to be luxurious and sensual. There's good lighting, candles, expensive sheets, a big bed. It's designed to appeal to the five senses. There's a psychological mindset when people check into a hotel that they can pamper themselves. There's something a little luxurious, langorious, sumptuous about a hotel that lends itself to feeling sexual. And that's true. Hotels help you check out of life. For sexual arousal to occur, especially in women, parts of the brain associated with anxiety and stress need to turn off. So he advises couples to turn their bedroom into a love nest that's free from distractions. He says, I think a hotel, as sort of a generic luxury, automatically helps people tune out the anxiety. There aren't photos of kids, bills that need to be paid, books that need to be read. You're in a place out of time, out of your life. And the shutting down or the pushing away of that anxiety, creating a boundary of anxiety and stressors of everyday life is going to contribute to sexual arousal. Fam, this is some good shit. This is actually the best shit I ran on. I'm so transgender, Trump and gay boxed out right now. This is kind of turning me on. And perhaps best of all, you don't have to go far. You don't really have to be on vacation to reap the benefits and uh, to reap the benefits. And perhaps the best argument for taking more staycations. Sometimes sex therapists often advise patients to switch up their sex scripts and try having sex in different positions or try having sex in different rooms. So inherently, going to a hotel is going to provide a break in the routine that's also going to be stimulating. Family, I agree with all that shit. And y'all know I'm a big beachfront hotel kind of guy. And having traveled so much before I was married, having traveled even after marriage, and then with Baby Moody and Gymnastics, we always on the road. And we always stay in, in the best kind of hotels. Well, 95% of the time. Um, I got to say that hotels do pleasantly remove you from your daily reality. Especially the sexy ones now You know with Baby Moody Obviously we can't get hotel rooms now And wow out Because Baby Moody is there But on some of the trips we go to Where the team stays in a particular room You know in a particular parent's room Overnight so they can have a little bit of fun Yeah hotel adds a whole different I gotta get Miss Moody down here She that That box get a whole lot wetter A whole lot quicker 
<laughs> Yo, fam, on my return show, we are in an hour 14. I didn't even get to the five things you need to do before New Year. So check this out. Let's do this. We're going to take a quick break and come back with the number one flight through the podcast, Friendly Skies. That's Mr. Moody's Neighborhood. And while we're on this break, fam, book a room. You know what I'm saying? If you know somebody you want to get away with, or you might just want to get away yourself and just make it happen yourself. You know what I'm saying? Go ahead and do that, man. Book a freaking room. We'll be right back, y'all. Mr. Moody's Neighborhood. Baby. You're listening to Mr. Moody's Neighborhood on NDN. An hour and 15 minutes into the flight And I don't give a fuck We're having fun The king is back Let's go It's the middle of the night And we're both just sitting here I'm checking out your body Hot shorts and tanks you wear Make me wanna do something Freaky to you my baby Gotta let me know something Cause I need to know right here I need to get somewhere Yeah Alone Well, 
are listening to Mr. Moody's Neighborhood on NDN Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, this is your captain speaking. Uh, We are cruising at a very safe altitude. I have peeked back into the cabin, and as usual, the fam has picked up where they left off. Uh, I don't see a lot of movement back there. I see a little bit of humping going on. Uh, I have seen quite a few beer bottles and liquor bottles turned up in the air. Uh, We are exactly one hour and 19 minutes into the flight, and we still have another 15 or 20 to go. That's right. When the king returns... We go overtime. Enjoy the flight, and I will alert you when we're about to land. N D N Radio, Radio, Radio. All right, we are back. We are back. We are back. Family, you listen to Mr. Moody's Neighborhood right here on Indian Radio Airlines. My name is Moody, and I am your pilot. Cousin Ed and I own this airline company, and we have done pretty damn good. Ring the bell for Cousin Ed. So if you're still listening, (laughs) hey, yo, fam, listen, I read what the fam sent. And y'all know we, hey, we ain't got no, listen, we're going to read what we're going to read, but I mean what I say. Not gonna be bullied into nobody else's way of thinking. My job in this world is to treat you with respect and show you honor and courtesy until you show me you don't deserve it. And this is my show. And I'm gonna do what the fuck I wanna do, or I'm not gonna do it at all. You know, we got drop, I got a lot of drops. I got drops from Shaquille O'Neal on down. You rarely hear me use them because if I don't want your drop if you don't listen to my podcast. Fuck that. Now, is that smart? That's not really smart, but that's me. Have you have you listened to my show? At least give it a try so I can play your drop. No, I don't listen to it. Just take the drop. Fuck your drop. Shaq has heard his show. I need to play Shaq drops. You don't you don't give me rules for you coming on my show. That's why I would suck as a radio guy cuz I would wouldn't really be able to willing to do that. Uh, unless they was paying me some kind of money that make me sell my soul to the devil, you know what I'm saying? Mm. I ain't say I couldn't be bought. <laughs> Yo, let's get on with these five things you need to do before the new year comes in and then we going to land this freaking plane, all right? So, you know, we wait until the new year to bullshit around again and say we're going to do the right thing. Typically, that lasts for about two or three months and we're back on our bullshit again. Uh, The problem with that is we do it because we're programmable robots. We do what we told. We wear what they say is hot. We spend all our money on the purses they say we should carry. We drive the cars they say we should drive. And we don't think for ourselves. Let me just give you some things that you need to work on before the new year. Get them popping now. Why wait? First of all, number one, get in shape. As a gym rat, uh, the most annoying people in the world are New Year's resolution people. Because you cocksuckers come into the gym, you jam the gym up, you sit on the machines talking on your cell phones and picking your fingernails, you're fucking around moving at the snail of a tortoise, 
You have no idea what's going on. You're not even interested in going on what's going on because at some point in time, you convince yourself just being in the gym alone will get you in shape. You're not going to be there in two and three months. You're full of shit. But it doesn't have to be that way. It doesn't have to be that way. Get in shape, not for the new year. Get in shape for you. You know, one of the most annoying things I hear women tell me they're losing weight to fit in a dress for an occasion. And I always go, wow, how do you know you sound crazy? So you're not concerned with the overall health. You just need to fit into this wedding dress or this bikini or this vacation dress. Too bad your man is a spineless fucking coward. Too bad he doesn't tell you how stupid you sound. Stay in shape all the time. It's good for your longevity. Start right now. Don't wait for the New Year's. You, you know what? Listen, this, this gym thing gets blown out of proportion. You don't have to work out two hours a day. You don't even have to work out an hour a day. Listen, you can come in the gym in 20 minutes a day, 25 minutes a day, do some supersets, do some core three days a week, do cardio five days a week. Maybe the cardio costs you an extra 20 minutes in the gym. You know, in 40 minutes, 45 minutes in the gym, even just three days, four days a week, you, you will find yourself feeling better, moving better, looking better. And because diet is 85% or more of what we do anyway, if you take care of yourself outside the gym and inside the gym, you'll be doing great. But don't do it for the new year. Don't get in shape because of some man or some woman or some wedding or some vacation. Do it because it's what you deserve. Do it because it adds to longevity. Get in shape before the new year. Fuck that resolution shit. Number two is lose or at least lighten your past relationship baggage. Let it go. You're depriving the shit out of yourself, motherfucker. And then being around people like you with all that baggage, it blows my high. Your attitude blows the high of happy people. Let it go. You got hurt. You got burnt. That's life. Let it go. Things will get better. You got to learn to trust again. You got to put yourself out there again. And even if you choose to be by yourself for the rest of your life, be genuinely happy with it. Because there's nothing wrong with wanting to be by yourself. Or wanting to see various people and not wanting to be tied down to something. I get it. I understand it. But let it go. Let your baggage go. You're hurting yourself. You're making yourself unattractive and you're making yourself undesirable. Let it go. I know it's hard. I know it's easier said than done. But let the baggage go. Talk to somebody you trust. Shit, shoot me a text. I'll talk to you back and forth on the text and we'll keep it all confidential. I ain't no licensed counselor or nothing. I'm just an honest motherfucker that's been around, B. Let it go. Sometimes you need advice from people like me. Number three, humble yourself. Being confident in yourself and being foolishly arrogant, they're two completely different things, fam. Because underneath all that arrogance, all that bravado, it's usually a fragile person. A very fragile soul that feels the need to show the world how great they are to actually convince themselves that they are actually great. A lot of arrogance is false confidence. Now, a lot of arrogance is, is some arrogance is needed. You got to kind of feel yourself to a degree, but y'all know what I'm talking about when people take it too far. You end up turning people off that you should be turning on and you almost always crash and burn sooner or later. 
Show some humility. Ladies, with y'all fine asses, could y'all show some humility? Could y'all hang around more guys like me that'll tell you your looks are attractive, but they really ain't shit if you ain't shit? And if your looks was everything, like y'all go all out, these ass and titties injections and face injections and all this fake shit, which shows how insecure you are actually, that really shows how insecure you are. If your looks meant that much, so many of you fine motherfuckers wouldn't be single, angry, bitter, and crazy as shit. That goes for the men and the women. Beautiful looks on an ugly character sucks. Humble yourself. Okay, you got a nice car. Humble yourself. You make a lot of money. Humble yourself. You tall, dark, and handsome. Humble yourself. You're curvaceous. Hunger, humble yourself. Men are lined up around the corner to talk to you. Humble yourself. You got a 12-inch dick. Drive the ladies crazy. Humble yourself. Well, I mean, you know, as humble as a 12-inch dick could be. I wouldn't want a 12-inch dick, but I'm saying if you got one, humble yourself. I like working with my broken package as is. That's right. Okay, you're successful. That's fine. But sometimes quiet success speaks more volume than loud success does. Humble yourself. There's things to learn every day. Life is a continuous learning pattern. Why don't you try learning and listening one day instead of knowing every fucking thing? Humble yourself. What was that, y'all? Three? Ah, yeah, that was two. Here's three. Get your money right. A lot of you don't look like it because y'all wear a lot of expensive fly shit, but I bet you living week to week like a motherfucker, ain't you? Don't lie to me. You living paycheck to paycheck with a pair of Jordans on or a $600 purse, ain't you? Get your money right. We all need lessons in that. Learn what's really valuable. Think about what's really valuable. Family is valuable. Property is valuable. Certain stocks are valuable. Invest in some gold. Invest. Put your money places where you can get a return on it. Whether that return is a a is, is a is a is a cash return, a, a money, a liquid asset return, or a, an emotional or spiritual return. Put your money in the family. Put your family in a, in a house that suits everybody's needs and that can earn money and gain money every year and give you something that you can, something solid that you can have that's worth something, even in these kind of shaky markets. Put your money into your kids' activities. I know so many parents that got luxury cars, but their kids are not in sports or any kind of um, substantial after school or alternative activity. How are you riding around looking so fly and wealthy, but your kid is just simply going to school and coming home and watching TV? Get your money right. Learn where to put your money. Home ownership. Start your own business. There's something great in you that you could be putting a lot of money into starting something online or, or a brick and mortar somewhere. You have great ideas in you. Give it a go. Stop being so happy being a slave and just blowing your money all over the place. Get your money right. Take a financial class or something. Get your money right. I know it's hard. I know it takes a lot of discipline. And I'm still working on that discipline too. So we all in a boat together. You know what I'm saying? Get your money right. Number four. Think outside the box, fam. 
because it's easy to be a copycat nowadays and it doesn't pay to be original, but original, think of this, the original is what all the copycats are famous off of now, right? You do something extremely well that is a talent that is just yours. Exploit it, expose it, let the world see it. Think outside the box. Everybody want to bring a woman roses, bring a daffodils, bring a house plant. Everybody, oh, lobster and steak is the ultimate meal. Why don't you cook something at home? You know what I'm saying? Think outside the box. Don't be everybody else. Don't move like everybody else. Stop doing what people, you know, I play racquetball and I love racquetball, but one thing I even find with racquetball players is they do what they're told. One of the most popular brands is Gearbox. I play with Gearbox and I've, I've tried every brand though. And I found the most sturdy racket that gives my game the best opportunity to improve and try to win for me. It's been Gearbox. I played with Head. I played with Ectolon. I played with Wilson. Not the, not the rackets people told me to get the ones I wanted to get. And I, I'm with Gearbox and I stay with Gearbox, right? But I found out that a lot of the racquetball crowd, they just get the newest thing that's out. Everybody go and get it. But the game stay the same. Be original. Get something original. It don't mean you can't do Gearbox, but you ain't got to get the newest thing That's just because everybody got it. Think original. Dress original. Move original. Be an original person. That's more long-lasting. The problem with being a copycat is when the fad dies, you die with the fad, right? But be eternal. Be yourself. Be original. Don't be afraid of the critique or the backlash. Just be yourself. Because people are going to try to tell you down whether you're fake or phony or original. So why not be original? And number five for me is volunteer. Family, volunteer your time. Not just for the holidays. That's, you know, you we volunteer year round, but we you see people coming out on Christmas and Thanksgiving that never come out at any other time. And that's fine to be coming out. I mean, that's cool. That's cool in itself. That's needed in itself. But come on out more than just for the holidays. Do it from the heart and do it often and see how you feel. And, and watch how volunteering can uh, maybe help you accomplish all the other things I've put before you. Because when you know you're helping others, you really start looking to help and improve yourself. And by looking to help and improve yourself, you make yourself a better all-around person. Volunteer. It feels good to volunteer. You, you can do it anonymously. You could just donate something. Hey, get some clothes and take them, not just to Goodwill all the time. You know when you see people, homeless people struggling. You know when you see people that don't have. Why don't you start going in that closet of yours and taking those shoes and sneakers that you don't wear and give them to that sister that you see every day that has the same outfit on every day. But you see her going about her day just trying to make it. Help out. Help, help an old lady to the car. Help somebody across the street. You know, if you see someone crying, say, are you okay? Is everything all right? Open your heart up and volunteer your time, your money, your effort. And, and you're going to feel so great about yourself. And things are going to open up for you. And they're going to be great for you. Don't wait till the new year. That's that corny shit. Do it now, man. You know what I'm saying? 
Those are just five. I mean, of course, there's more. But listen, fam, just like uh, who is that that sent that? Hold on. Be patient with me. Um, Just like uh, King Kelvin sent me the scenario about the girl, the, the sexually prude girl. Y'all send me in some stuff. Let me know. What do you what should you do before the new year? Hit me up. Look at the show notes and let me know. Send them to me if you want to. But do but do things the smart way and be aggressive in doing them. We have literally become a world full of mindless people that waits for everybody to tell us which way to turn and whether to go forward or backwards. I want y'all to think about that, man. Number one, get in shape. Number two, lose or at least lighten your past relationship baggage. Number three, humble yourself. Number four, get your money right. Number five, think outside the box. Number six, volunteer. Shit, I did six, didn't I? Okay, it was a bonus one. Fuck it. Family, on behalf of Indian Radio Airlines, I want to thank you for your patience while we've been gone. I want to thank those of you that have stuck with us through these years and watched us grow. I want to thank those of you that accept me for being me. I want to thank those of you that don't expect me to change and would be upset if I did. I want to guarantee you that I won't. Opportunities may come that may make me wait and make some alterations to the way I do things. But the core of who I am is going to remain. I'm a natural born podcaster. I don't always do things right. In fact, some of my business moves are quite foolish. Some of the opportunities I have, I I don't let them go. I'm not thirsty for fame or to be liked or to be loved. Something compels me to press record and give you what's in my heart. If you fuck with us, we love you for it. If you don't, there's a lot of shows out there you could be fucking with. So many great shows. I'm just happy to be one of them. Ladies and gentlemen, at an hour and 36 minutes into the flight. Get up. Put your seatbelts on. Stretch. We're about to land. Because you didn't even know it. But this flight has landed. See y'all tomorrow with the Saturday morning hangover. One love. You're listening to Mr. Moody's Neighborhood on NDN Radio. Everybody, no more sleeping in bed No more backward thinking, time for thinking ahead The world has changed so very much from what it used to be There is so much hatred, war and poverty Oh, oh yeah, yeah
in the studio rob yo what's up man what's good hey man happy to be here bro you have people that come from humble beginnings they weren't taught how to manage their money or how to build wealth what do you say about those that didn't come from that type of environment or that background where they were not able to have access to that kind of information just start that process and once you start that process there becomes a conversion the more you save, the less you spend. But you have to start the process. Because it's hard. My, I got a baby sister, man. She tell me all the time, bro, I'm going to start saving money when I make some more. 
Okay. All right. It's the Beat Break Radio Show on BeatBreakRadioFM.com. Follow Beat Break 87 FM on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Beat Break Radio. Radio.